0: You are currently registered in Chalkmarked, a podcast that shares what they never told you about teaching in Teachers College. I'm Mr. M and I'll be your host on Chalkmarked. Please take out your freshly sharpened pencils so we can begin. As teachers approach what I like to refer to as the month of Sundays, teachers wonder how am I going to set up my classroom? And in that, they wonder, what is the best hack that you have? My best hack was shared with me years ago by a colleague who, for some reason, I sat there and wondered in the morning, how is it that you get everything done, that you need to get done, all of the administrivia, within 10 minutes? i find between collecting notices uh answering emails doing attendance collecting assignments distributing notices whatever it is there's there's so much to do in the morning that i wondered how is it that this one teacher was managing through all of this and not only that but it was rarely forgotten It was done so that it looked nice and everything was streamlined and ready for the next day. When I spoke to her about it, she said, I have the teacher helper. And the teacher helper was something when I thought about it afterwards, she was using the pool of knowledge and skills to the best of her ability that she had to her disposal within her classroom. And this was something that I have used ever since, and I've never regretted it. You have up to 30 students with a varied skill set, and this teacher-helper position is more than just a monitor job. It isn't something like you're responsible for erasing the boards and sweeping up at the end of the day and taking down the recycling. It, it, it's none of that. You are actually imparting real responsibility to, to a student who can run things effectively and almost better than you could with everything that's on your mind. There's always that one kid in your class who's asking, what do I do now? And this is the student who is on top of school work, they have done it correctly, they've already made their changes and corrections, they've organized their desk, they've, they've already done it. They are actually asking, what can I do now? That question is really, how can I help this class? And it's not what every student means, but it, it's what this one student means. This is the one student who cares about having the class run effectively and in a way that makes sense for that person and for everyone and for you. They are a natural organizer. They could eventually be like one of these Pinterest people who could be a, an online influencer if you wanted to. These kids are rarely given that opportunity to, to really shine. They're the ones who are willing to go that extra mile to make something look pretty, to organize a space efficient for efficiency, and can communicate with the class in ways that you might not necessarily be able to. You still have to set out clear guidelines of what they can and cannot do, what they're responsible for, and everything they understand still needs to be approved by yourself. This isn't any student who you can choose, but as you see students go through each year, you'll start to pick out which one that really is. And it's not necessarily the student who does the best academically or is the largest participator in everything. This is another kind of student. I had two outstanding teacher helpers over the years, and one of them, let's call Lisa. If I were to describe Lisa, I would say something like, Lisa is an excellent example for others. She completes her work on time and effectively. She works well independently and in small groups. She shares thoughtful ideas and actively listens to others. She is respectful of the feelings of others and makes everyone feel welcome. That really was Lisa. She did not pose a threat to anyone. In fact, as the year went through and she just naturally integrated herself into the routine She was managing the students by helping with assignments, collecting them in a nice orderly fashion. She would talk to them and and, and send out reminders for certain students that she knew were habitual forgetters of the assignments. One day, as she was near me collecting the assignments, I'm always kind of listening with one ear about what's happening in the class. And one student came up to Lisa and said, I forgot my assignment. Lisa, I could see, looked over in my direction and looked back to this other student and said, Come back in five minutes when he's finished his coffee. He's usually in a better mood after he's finished his coffee. When she said this, I realized that Lisa was not only integrating herself into the routine, into the ways that I like to have things done, but she was also observing me and trying to figure out the rhythm of the classroom, and my own rhythm, and how that worked all together. That to me was a sign that Lisa was paying attention to everything, and really just wanted to help create a positive working environment. The other person who I thought, wow, you are another outstanding teacher helper, was a student who we'll call Aurora. Aurora had a real can-do attitude. She would be described as having an outgoing and friendly attitude. She has a positive energy that she tries to share with others. She is always willing to volunteer her time to others and cares for those around her. She participates in class and in all extracurricular activities because she wants to build a school community. She really did. Aurora took notes on everything and laid out essentially a daily report for me on the happenings of students when they were not in my direct vision. It wasn't like tattletaling. But she really just wanted to see that everyone was doing all right. That if there was going to be a problem, she wanted to give me a heads up so that we could head off any kind of conflict that might be down the road. She basically took care of the TOCs that came into my class to ensure that lessons and assignments were given and completed and collected in a way that she knew that the classroom was being run. It came to a point where she basically got herself her own assistant to help her manage certain things in the classroom. She would get there early, she'd go to the office, get my attendance folder, and I'm pretty sure she somehow figured out or else she was creating a side-by-side calendar of the changes that happened through the school week so that she could give a warning on how this was going to unfold. She was running her own daybook so that she could account for all of the changes that might happen in the week and that she could plan for herself in the event that she was not going to be around for someone else, most likely her assistant, to come in and carry on her work. These two students, I feel, if they ever become a teacher, will be outstanding teachers. And if they ever went into anything else, I'm sure that they could run their own Fortune 500 company. Some might ask if I surrendered too much power in these students or any of the one student that I have be the teacher helper for that year. Not at all. I'm still gauging to see how much responsibility I can give to the individuals. And that line is let out a little bit at a time. As they demonstrate that they're capable of the responsibility and trust has been developed, then I might give them another job to do. I don't just pour it all out and hope for the best. This is all very closely monitored. I trust the students, and they respect and care for that trust, like their lives depend on it. And that's not because I've threatened them, but that's just the nature of that person. The motivation for what they are doing, I feel, is really driven because they are the kind of students who want to create that classroom environment, that you are also trying to create and they just want some guidance and you providing that guidance to them already has that person on side i still monitor the other students as well just to ensure that those students aren't resenting the the teacher helper I make it clear and they understand that that person has a specific job that needs to be done consistently and one that I can rely on so that I know that it's going to be done exactly the same way. Because 30 different students, that's 30 different ways. The hack ultimately is. Use the resources that are available to you. It can only help you and possibly give a student an opportunity to really spread his or her wings. And that's the end of this week's episode. Thank you for joining us on Chalkmarked. I hope you had one takeaway. And if you take away anything, remember to teach using stories from lessons you've learned. Until next time, class dismissed. If you like Chalkmarked, give us a like and subscribe. You can also see more and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Chalkmarked.